This is On the Block with Stricken Nate. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big Eight tournament champion. And Hokie Homer turned Husker, Nathan Brennan. Everyone knows that I'm the smartest person here. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Nate. Things get a little heated on a Wednesday. It's hump day. We're getting animated. The college football playoff is out. Nick is saying that Clemson and myself are both frauds. frauds. I don't know. It's a big part of the discussion now that we're throwing up the uh, handshake emoji. There's a lot to talk about, Strick, and and we're going to break it down throughout the entire show. We're going to have Evan Bland on. We're going to have some shootout with Strick. Buy or sell NBA style. A little Nebraska football talk. Mickey Joseph officially getting uh, spoken to, talked to, however you want to interpret the situation. Uh, Arizona State, they've got their eye on him. Uh, and then we're going to talk some more college football playoffs start out the next hour. Jay Foreman's going to step in, and he's going to join us. They're still doing the handshake emoji over there in the other studio. <laughs> they do not like my defense of Clemson. So you know what? Tell me if I'm wrong. My name's oh, Dave Brennan. savagery in host, here. Gamer, Eric Strickland. You're listening on the block. 93. Hump day again. Wednesday. Hump day. It is hump day. 402-464-5685. Honda oh Lincoln goodness. Hotline. Starter Heyman Text Line. Let us know your thoughts because there's a lot to unpack in this one. Again, we have Evan Bland coming up here uh, in just a few minutes. We're going to break down some Nebraska talk. I know that's still at the top of everyone's mind because if you want to make a bowl game, this is probably a must win. So we're going to have him break it down for us. Again, we're getting some NBA talk, lots to talk about. But let's break it down, Strick. You were being a little bit quiet. You were kind of taking it all in, letting everything filter out because it got a little bit heated in here because – uh, call me an ACC homer. Call me whatever you want. Clemson strength of schedule just as good as Michigan's. I'm not a big fan of the the clown memes. I take offense to it personally because my Hokies are in the ACC. And uh, Thomas and Lincoln says uh, TCU should be fifth. Uh, Michigan should be fourth. Clemson should be sixth. Alabama should be seventh. I'm with you on TCU being fifth. I think you need to swap Michigan and Clemson. Again, I've got Clemson in my playoff. They've won more games against ranked opponents. That's going to be my uh, barometer in that one. So, Strick, what do you think? First college football playoff coming out. Uh, your just initial reactions. Uh, initial reactions is, um, I would say, surprising. I understand the point for Clemson. Uh, right now, I just – I think it's very marginal. Like, there's there there's some right. close aspects to them right, with regards right. to how they played their schedule. And I, I agree with that. I, I, I really do look at the Michigan situation. It is a must win against Ohio State for them to even have an oh, inkling absolutely. of a chance, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, the reason being is I think that Michigan's non-conference schedule was just abysmal. It's booty. It, it's doo-doo brown. It's bad. Right? <laughs> it's very doo-doo brown. Um, you know, when you're looking at Colorado State, Hawaii, UConn. The, and then, Come on, man. Really? And then, truly, I really do think Penn State's fraudulent. And so, I agree. For me, that's not a, necessarily a big win. Um, and you were at home. But you weren't then, going into the, the Sea of White or whatever they call over there. Right. They do all the white pom-poms and all that. 
they but then they they're going to get a shot at Illinois and I think that's going to actually be a better game than most people would think just I agree. because I think there's two tremendous defenses that will be facing each other uh with both running game aspirations where they're going to press with Corum and then you're going to have Chase right uh Brown who is going to be pushing the the running envelope I think that Michigan has better receivers and so I think in a one-on-one matchup, which is probably going to be a lot of. It's going to be a lot of eight-man box stuff. I think it's going to be a good game. <clears throat> so they have to win out. I, I, Michigan, to and even to, to have a chance, they've got to beat Michigan. They, they're, they're not going to leapfrog anybody. There won't be two big teams. If they don't beat. No, they they no, went that route be before, and they saw what that looked like. That's right. not going to happen. I agree. So that's something that to, to look at. I think the one that's really disappointing to me right now is the TCU situation. I agree. I actually think TCU is – is getting shafted right now. Yeah. That's that's just my opinion on that. Um, but you know, Nicholas uh, Thickless wants to jump in. <laughs> is he jumping in? That is that is not my name anymore. Um, <laughs> Has it been retired? Okay. So speaking of TCU, what would TCU or excuse me, what would Texas be ranked if they had TCU's resume? They'd be in the top. I four. think they'd be in the four. Top they'd four. be in the four. That's that, what that I, tells agree, you I agree. I agree. That tells you everything you need to know, right? No. That's all I need. So that's why I think it's a committee situation. It's, it's a committee problem. I think it's a committee problem. It's, it's not even a, it's not even the playoff model problem. No, it's a committee it's problem. It's a committee I problem. Agree. But I also think it, And it goes back to what? Moolah. Moolah. But I do I think the point still stands in the sense that TCU controls their own destiny. While I agree with Nick in the sense that Texas has the same resume, all that lined up. You can throw Oklahoma into that mix too, Strick. I think if Oklahoma has the same resume, same lab, they would be in the They'd top. They'd be four. in there too. But I think in the sense, Cincinnati was a different story because I think if you're a group of five school and you go undefeated, you can and will get left out, and I think rightfully so. But you look at a team like TCU, you control your own destiny. Is it crummy that you have to go undefeated while Alabama can lose one game, maybe lose two depending on the SEC championship, how it works out? Yeah. But if you go undefeated, the the committee is going to have to answer a lot of questions if they leave you out. Yeah, because then and, well, leave, get rid of the conferences. Then can I can Scrap I it. can I throw something out here, Nate, Let's into the Sider Hammond text line? Yeah. And if you think I'm crazy, please shout out four zero two four six four five six eight five. Throw it out at me because here's the thing. Um, for some reason, I think there's going to be scandal, and I think it's Ooh. going to be set up for scandal. And here's why: I think they want to really push it quickly and expeditiously towards an expanded model in a shift that also moves you into uh, an, exp- an, an, an a conglomerate of super conferences. So they're going to basically make TCU an example. Uh, if it comes down to it, it's, it, it's probably going to come down to something like that. I, I, I think it's going to be a scandalous situation that's going to happen. Interesting. Because when you look at it, right, just go back to the history. Interesting. Just go back to the history, right? Go, Just go back to, like you said, BCS. Just go back to even right. prior to BCS. Yeah, yeah. There was always seemingly a, a, a multitude of scandals that creeped up into, in the mix that kind of pushed you or, or, or kind of positioned you to want to move to the next level of whatever that is going to be. It was always that. Mm-hmm. Seemed to always be some scandal. And so I, I, I don't think that this is different. I think it's going to happen. And I just don't know who is going to be the culprit and who's going to be the one that's going to be left out in the, in the, in, in, in the, in the, uh, in the open on it. Right. 
But I think it's going to happen. Because that's the situation, too, is there's always one team that's that's left out. The only thing, though, is like I, I keep saying, it always ends up playing itself out. Now, how that's going to look this year with possibly, I guess, three undefeated teams? Like That's the other thing, too, is say TCU runs the table, say Tennessee runs the table, say Clemson runs the table, say Ohio State does. Like That answers it for you, but then you have four schools all in different conferences, all undefeated, then what do you do with the Georgia? Yeah. Then what do you do with an Alabama? Then what do you do with the Michigan? It's a lot of different moving pieces. Yeah, Dion says it. I think, too. I mean, it's going to be a baby NFL. It's going to be super oh, it, conferences. It it's going to oh, be a baby NFL. And especially this year, if they do make an example. Um, the only thing that Dion says, too, Alabama would eat horn frog legs. While I agree with you, I just don't think you can leave out an undefeated power five. Unfortunately. You, I, I just, with I, the way I the system's set up. With, right the, with the way it's set up, you can't. Yeah. Like, if you only have four schools... You can't leave them out. But who knows? We're going to dive into this a little bit more again. we got to get Evan Bland on, talk some Nebraska football, talk some Mickey Joseph. Uh, big game this weekend, and then we'll probably have, hop back on this conversation because lots to dissect with this first college football ranking. We'll get right to it. But, again, stay with us on the block, 93.7 The Ticket.